And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Big thanks to Bill Dolman for getting our one kicked off. Brady Oltman's with us to talk some big red football at Brady Oltman's on Twitter as he joins us and can watch in the stream Hale Varsity YouTube or on the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at H Varsity Radio. Brady, what's shaking? And uh, good to see you again, man. Thanks for the time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. We're just uh, we're bracing for a very warm weekend, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I've got uh, the water bowl outside and inside for for the pups. I'm sure your little guy Archie has been well hydrated with all the walks he's been on. Oh yeah, he and I are both uh, we're we're getting to be pretty good hydrated over here. That is that is nice. Uh, Brennan says nice lettuce. Brady, uh, as a guy who's taking it on the chin all week from my hair, at least there's a hair compliment this week. I'm very happy to pass that along. So let's get your best case, worst case scenario as we'll play this game continuing. I love what Elijah said. I have my thoughts, either nine wins or, or five wins. That's my spectrum. I'll settle somewhere within the next five days uh, with the in-blood declaration. Before we go there, though, what do you make of the narrative on Sims? Not only leading into scrimmage to tomorrow, but just his play. There's been a lot of talk, not only from the defensive coordinator and players this week, uh, but also uh, teammates on the offensive side. There's been a lot of positives on Sims and can you see a new and different Sims year one for Nebraska versus uh, all the the talent that he has has had at Georgia Tech but some of the the, the missteps the, uh, the the turnovers can that really be fixed and fine-tuned by Nebraska this season well it's, it's certainly a big ask I mean the, the things that can stand out to you right now about Jeff Sims is he's embraced being a leader of that offense the rest of the team acknowledges him for his leadership as well as his athleticism. Uh, we heard from Omar Brown and even Tony White today. Sims is, is an incredible athlete and difficult to defend. Um, he's got a strong arm. He's got great legs. He can move around. He, he has the ceiling on him is in, incredible, especially when you consider him preparing against this defense and all that they're throwing at, at the offense in practice. He'll be prepared to take on just about anything that any opposing defense throws at them. But also, you you just wonder, they're going to need some sort of consistent running game to take the pressure off of him. At Georgia Tech, you know, he had those those turnover issues. And I think we can all be honest here and say he'll have a, a, a better supporting role at Nebraska than he did at Georgia Tech. But you're still going to want him to, to take care of the football. And I think that starts with a consistent running game some good play action or ways to get him moving, get him ways that he's not throwing directly into danger or making bad decisions. Yeah, and Brady, whenever you, you talk about that rushing attack, that's what a lot of people point to in terms of of Jeff Sims, the the upside. You know what? If uh, if you have the legs of Jeff Sims combined with the rushing attack, a better offensive line, it's going to take a lot of pressure off of Sims and what he has to do through the air, and that's what they kind of use to justify sweeping the turnover issues under the rug. And I've been there over the past couple of months. You can see that potential that, you know what, if he gets to use the legs, if he has a better rushing attack, you don't have to worry about those turnovers as much because you're not going to ask him to do as much through the year. Is that a, a reasonable place to be at two weeks before the season? Or do you think we should be talking about the turnover issues more than we are? 
Um, it's an interesting question because this defense and the way that they're doing things is going to be different than the other defenses that they'll face on a game-to-game basis. Uh, they're still getting the procedural stuff out. They're, uh, this offense is still inputting things, just the, the sub-in, sub-outs, easy ways to kind of move about the offense. And you've got to think, again, they had a whole spring season to do it, but it's still install. This is still a whole new system and a whole new offense coming in, and it's completely different than the Mark Whipple offense that those who were back last year you know, it's com- it's a completely different beast for them to, to slide into. So I think there will be some adjustments, but the overall the thing that you want to look for, especially right away, is taking care of the football and having just that, that grit and determination right off the bat. And I think that that's one thing you can uh, kind of count on from Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield's offenses. They're going to be, especially in the run game, anywhere you put it on offense, they're going to be striving and grinding for each individual yard. And I think Husker fans, that's that's what they want to see again. Yeah, you have an emphasis on being physical. I think you can have a strength in that uh, A-gap area, the two guards and center. You can have a strong between-the-tackles run game. You can have uh, design carries off of a read for Sims and then also the improv where if he is flushed, he can tuck and run, or you just have an advantage because the defense is in man and he wants to just tuck and take off when it comes to a run-pass option. What do you like about Satterfield? Because he's had his praise when you look at how well Rattler performed. That A lot of that's on Sims. It's a different Rattler than what was at Oklahoma, who lost his job at Oklahoma. So I think that needs to be mindful uh, as you go into this season, you've got a guy that can can make a quarterback improve and get better. That being said, uh, you know how how does that that mesh work? Satterfield, what what rule wants, what Satterfield wants, and then ultimately what they ask Sims to do. How how can that those three work together in a positive for Nebraska? Well. Uh, Spencer Rattler and Jeff Sims, if you want to get really rudimentary, aren't entirely different quarterbacks. I mean, Spencer Rattler was a, a highly touted quarterback recruit, went to in Oklahoma, had all the praise. Jeff Sims was an elite 11 quarterback out of high school as well. Like he was he was a high caliber guy that went to Georgia Tech. So there's while they certainly have different skill sets, there's potential and there was highly developmental potential with both of them. Uh, I think I think the big knock on Satterfield, at least at South Carolina, was just critiquing the play calling and just the way that 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 things kind of went. And Rattler did kind of underperform compared to expectations, certainly. But then when things clicked at the end of that year, they were the best offense in the country, I would argue. I mean, if you're putting up 100 combined points on two top 10 defenses, you're you're doing pretty good. So I I think there's also something to be said um, when asked, I believe when asked back in the winter, uh, Marcus Satterfield attributed that success late in the season to just sticking with the plan, just grinding out. You you, you see through uh, mistakes, mental errors, and you get into like that greener pasture there where you're putting up 600 some yards on people. And I just within this Matt Rule coaching staff and the way that they'd like to do things, I could definitely see more of the the grind it out and they're going to either play conservative or play mindful of keeping the football. They want touchdowns, not field goals, but at a certain point they'll cut their losses and grind out yards where they can. And again, not put Jeff Sims in a spot where he's going to be making some dangerous risky throws, especially with a, a receiving core that 
who knows what that's going to look like in two weeks now. It's Brady Oltman's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Brady, on the flip side of that question, if, if everything does go wrong for Nebraska, it's a Murphy's Law type season for that Husker offense. Why does that happen? What, what is still giving you pause with this offense in terms of the wheels could fall off? And how would that happen? Uh, part, part of it is the play calling, the play calling issues that we saw with Satterfield at South Carolina. I think part of it is the, the turnover bug that follows Jeff Sims, him trying to extend and elongate plays. Uh, the, the receiver core is already vastly different than what it was at the start of camp. And who knows what it's going to look like after a couple more games. The running back room, it's stout. And they could even, you know, knock on wood, they could even take, you know, a, a hit or a guy miss a game or two. And you still probably feel good about the running back room. But then you turn to the offensive line. What's that look like? It's, you know, they're already ailing. And, and they've got some guys out. I know that Coach Rule said that the pass protection was as best as it's ever been in last Saturday's scrimmage, so that's encouraging. Uh, but it's one of those things that, again, you you look at first years. First years can go a lot of ways, and one of them is certainly where things just don't click and they don't fall into place right away, especially when you're asking such a divide between a veteran group and then promising freshmen that just came in and are now adjusting the, to college ball. So. It's it could really flatten out, and realistically, this team is going to lean on its defense to be uh, aggressive, to make plays, and to keep the offense in it, so that they can grind other teams down and and just find a way to win in the fourth. Two weeks out, a little less than now. Is Minnesota make or break for you for this team? I don't I don't think it's make or break, but they can certainly they can certainly establish themselves uh, and establish a mission a mission statement for lack of a better term they they go into a, a program that's been stout but also they've got some change you can put your foot forward and say take the take the outcome out take wins losses away from it they can just deliver a message and say this is game one this is the petri dish of matt rule at nebraska on a competitive platform it's only going to grow and if you give them an incubation time some teams might look at that and say, this is, you know, this is the, your new power and whatever the Big Ten looks like in two years, you know, and they're going to the roads go through Eugene and Seattle and, and everything when it comes back to Lincoln then. But I, I think they can feasibly they can lose, but they can they can grit and determine. And in game one, a lot of people can say that's I like the direction of that. And then based on the next three games they can go through those and then still be completely fine even with a loss in week one so i i I say it's not make or break but with kind of a caveat that they they just can't look lethargic and they just can't look like they're they're lost out there brady is there a make or break game on this schedule is there one game that you can point to and say above all else this this game is must win archie says what yeah yeah Archie says the one where they play the dogs. He likes the one where they're, they're playing the bulldogs. Georgia, up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't want Bama. Don't want Georgia. All right, don't want either this year. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if it's a make or break game, but realistically, I think Michigan State's one that I think you'll see a lot of a lot of what this team is made out of. It's later in the year. They don't play Michigan State often. You're not exactly sure what Mel Tucker's Michigan State looks like this year. I mean, he came guns blazing in, in East Lansing, and then last year they just couldn't do much. And I think 
there's certainly optimism there, but if you look at the recruiting, you look at some of the other factors at play, they're just, there's not a lot of excitement. They didn't get a lot of portal guys. They didn't get a lot of new talented freshmen to step in. And it's in East Lansing. It's going to probably be a gross game because it's late in the year. I think that's going to be one of those where a litmus test where if you can go into East Lansing and Nebraska can find a win, I do think that that's kind of that might be a proof of concept game mm-hmm. where you you pull it out and say that's that's going to be the one that you look back in in a year and a half or two years time and say that's that's the Matt Rule uh, proof of concept game in year one. Yep. How does your November uh, start out? Uh... Comparatively speaking, Brady Oltman's with us. Find him on Twitter at Brady Oltman's. Brady, awesome to, to spend time with you. We'll, we'll get caught up again here next week. And uh, thanks for a few minutes today, bud. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you.